welcome to Clicking Balls. This is our season 2018 primer for the Frio Dockers. Um, so let's have a look first off before we get into 2018. Let's see what happened to them in 2017. Uh, finished 14th with eight wins. And fair to say it's a little bit unders. It is. Uh, Frio, one of those teams where, like, when I was doing my ladder predictions, they're the team you slot in last because that's the spot that you've got left over when you're pretty sure what everyone's going to do. Well, strangely enough, um, they finished 14th and all three of us have picked them to finish 14th again. Only one of two teams we've actually picked. Yeah, yep, all okay. the same. Well, that's wrapped it up. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and right. that, that is because everyone else has got sort of some idea and Frio are the team where you've got no fucking idea what they're going to do. Well, let's, two years ago, they were minor premiers. Yeah. That's where they're at. But then, then, then Russ Lyon came out and said, just need some minor tweaks. Yeah. And he did some minor tweaks and all of a sudden... Well, they, they lost five, they lost Sanderlands and they went, you know what, this is fucked, fuck it all. Yeah. Um, and they bottomed out for a year. Um, so this year, oh, but you felt like the damage was more than just a one year of injuries, wasn't it? Yeah. It yeah. was really, uh, the games, felt like the games moved on and they need to not just tweak their game style, they need to mm. change it. Yeah. I, I feel like it was also a loss of faith. Maybe it was, yeah. Ross Lyon, like everyone, a lot of commentary is saying he's the best uh, premiership coach, to, best coach to not win a premiership. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? There's a lot of retards out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, you're right. That's like damning with faint praise, isn't it? I mean, yeah. It, it, backhanded compliment if there ever was one. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's, it's fucked. No one wants to be that. No yeah. one ever wants to be. I'd rather be a lucky premiership coach than a, a coach who, you know, may, may well have done the best with what they had and never got there. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, but it's it does focus a lot on him. And at the end of the day, you've got to look at the players. And sometimes yeah. maybe they're a little bit precious. Maybe they're a little bit downhill skiers. Or, you know, uh, well, they don't really lose that many players. I mean, they do, but they get a lot more come home. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw out the uh, the tried and true line that I don't think he's got a plan B. Yeah. No. And I think his plan A sucks. isn't quite good enough. It's boring. And it seems like the team is just, I mean, like we were saying, they... Obviously, had some injuries. It was Fife and Sandlands, lots of big players. They've got a huge list of small forward, sort of running, yep. hard running players, and they just didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to drop any names, but the Tigers figured out how to, how to do, do all that stuff. <laughs> I was um, fucking back there again. <laughs> don't worry, I got more. Every fucking season um, of you. So, yeah, I just don't know how, like, he had sort of married to one game plan, and yeah. I don't know if they didn't consider it a plan B or if he's just, I don't know, we've got nine years to figure it out. Well, let's go through uh, their highlights. What, what highlights did they have um, from 2017? Well, I mean, obviously, once again, you and far between. Best be win was against the reigning um, defending the um, now the now uh, not the, undisputed uh, heavyweight champion. Uh, well, hang shit. on, no, they, they weren't defending at the time. Cause I, I think you're talking about Richmond, not Bulldogs. I am talking about Richmond. Yes, yeah. I am. Yes, uh, round eight. Um, yeah. Which, let's be honest, giving Frio uh, the credit for that win is very much underselling how how well Tigers laid down. Yeah, exactly. But and also, I mean, and Frio did try and match that in the last quarter as did. well. It was a shit house game. It was terrible. I re- I was watching it on my phone on the car because yeah. we were going to a different game that night. Yeah. Um, but there's yeah a million things the Tigers could have done to win it, and Frio did. Let's just uh, enough. Yeah, just enough. But it was a win. And it's funny looking. The stats don't tell the whole story because the third, the fourth quarter really um, evened them up a lot in yeah. regards to Richmond's favour of the clearances inside fifties and things like that. Um, and also, I mean, I've got to mention Josh Caddy got denied a goal on three quarter time from Jack Rewalt uh, <laughs> Shepherd, which was uh, judge interference. It's a beautiful Shepherd. You know, that's what you do when you're a forward forward player. Um, so yeah, I thought they tried their best to lose it, and obviously, I mean, David Mundy just spoils the party for all their draft picks. Can't win the flag and still complain about shit. 
Yeah. Jesus fucking yep. Christ. Yep, that's it. Um, just, I'll, but I'll tell you, Monday's putting his hand up for uh, the, the Ice King, isn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. When, when it comes down to it, yeah, you can pretty trust him. And, I, I mean, Ice King. I think over in Freo, that means something else. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, yeah. Somebody different, wouldn't it? I mean, we also <coughs> have had a fair few people kick, um, you know, goals after Siren to beat us. So I feel like we're almost, yeah, just sort of the poster boys of last nice of him to last do it again. kicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel, I feel like that was their major win because it wasn't really a whole lot of highlights for their season no. uh, and due to injuries as well. And that's the thing. You look at their squad. It's a good squad and they shouldn't be as bad as they are. Yeah. It seems like it takes a bit of effort to, to really go that far down the ladder. Well, well they that, started shithouse too. Like they, yeah. They, was it until round three they got a win over the Bulldogs? Bulldogs yeah. was their first win, but they had and some even, shockers. And even that, I think, was only a narrow win. Yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of narrow uh, I think wins. round four or five was against North, and they only won by a goal there. That was a shit-ass game too, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, some of their wins have come in shit-ass games. Probably all, pretty all their wins. Like, win ugly. You know, it's yeah. very much their mantra. And lose ugly too. Like, just ugly football. Well, let's go to the lows, because unfortunately, well, unfortunately for Frio fans, they had lots of them. Well, it's yep. the West Coast games. Uh, yeah, I mean, yep, but they uh, lost those, but yep. I, I know yeah, where we're going with yep. this. Their highs were round eight against Richmond. Their lows were round 21 against the Swans and round 22 against Richmond. Especially round 22 against Richmond. Well, I feel like it's, uh, I mean, already gone with the heavyweight title uh, reference. I feel yep. like this was like Kane versus JDS. Where the first one, I mean, they got came out of the blocks and starched, and the last one was just a complete domination. Where Richmond yeah. went over to Domain Stadium and just pumped them. That's it. I mean, losing two weeks in a row by over 100 points. Yeah, um, yeah. That's... Shocking, but when you go to Sydney against uh, Sydney, who were rampaging at the time, you know, mm. on such a roll, you go, okay, yeah, we it's the longest road trip in the country. No yeah. worries, all right, we got done. But then Richmond at home, yeah, that was terrible. Points. And I, I again, I remember watching this game when I was at the bloody restaurant, and you, there was no reason to cheer for Frigo. Yeah, you were going, oh, let's just see how big this can get. They didn't even take the queue out of the rack, no, to actually put it back in there. But um, I actually had their loss against Hawthorne as their um, worst loss, only because Hawthorne were a team where, I mean, they had something to play for, not something to play for, but they had pride to play for in yeah. round 18. I also had draft picks to play for. So, I mean, <laughs> I was, I, if you look at the stats, it was Clarko's 300th uh, game as well. Was it really? So, yeah. obviously, Hawthorne got up for that one, and it was ended up being 15-10 to 7-6, and it was at Domain Stadium. At, again, at home. Yeah, yeah. and I mean... If you just look at the stats, um, you'd swear that, I mean, some of the players were paid to lose this game. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at the disposals. Hawthorne had it 446 to 356, but clearances were in their favour 35 to 23. Centre clearances 12 to 8, stoppages 23 to 15, and yet Hawthorne had inside 50s 49 to 39, and contested possessions, uh, Freo still won 132 to 127. So they had all the ball, all the opportunity to put in the forward line. So first use of the ball and, and gave it yeah. to Hawthorne. So mm. someone did not get the memo that they were playing for draft picks that day <laughs> and actually tried their best. A few midfielders were chasing votes. It was five. must be five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm guessing some people were trying to get trades out of Frio <laughs> for that period. Well, yeah, that happened. So I feel like, yeah, they need to really update the email list, make sure everyone's on board. Um, yeah, or just, you know, get rid of Ross Lyon. See, I still think it was the West Coast games that um, were their lowest point. Like, round six, they lost 130-62, which... It wasn't a terrible game in terms of how they played. They were just blasted. Yeah. Uh, but the worst one was uh, round 17. They were never headed. 44 to 74, but five goals, 14. Uh, mm. And of that, they were inside 50s, 57 to 46. Like They had had the advantage. Wow. So they nearly had more inside 50s than points. 
Yeah. Uh, but every other stat, West Coast dropped them. Uh, kicks, marks, yeah. disposals, efficiency, everything. I think um, they, had a, they had a spare defender and attack. Yeah. <laughs> they even had the, the one in tackles and everything. Like, they should have been so much better, but for pressure. They couldn't handle so, it. You know, 14-5 they win. 5-14. So you're saying playing a loose man in the car park didn't work? <laughs> no. It was an interesting tactic, but yeah. it just didn't, didn't work out. Um, and that's one of the heartbreakers for the, the team. Like, when you're coming in the re- return leg, yeah. uh, you know, in the crosstown rival, you, you want to show something. You yeah. know, you've lost the first round. Like, all right, this is our crack. Uh, especially being their home game that time, which, you know, same stadium. I uh, mean, money. From, yeah. from looking at the internet, their uh, home crowd aren't the most friendly crowd. Yeah. They're pretty hostile, so... They've been known to. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. wouldn't want to disappoint them too much. Well, when you're putting a massive fucking penis on the roof, what do you expect's going to happen? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean... Hard to argue against. Yeah, and punching women, that's also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of years ago, it's now. Faux pas. <laughs> um, all right, so let's have a look at their list changes then for 2018. Um, they've got a couple of ins in uh, Brandon Matera and Nathan Wilson. Um, a couple of lads who are looking to come home. Um, I think Nathan Wilson's probably the better pickup from there. He's a very handy player and got a long leg from GWS. Yeah. Um, I think Braden uh, Matera's probably better again because he's not going home. Uh, where's he from? No, he's from from uh, Perth. So he, Yeah, they're both no, going home, yes. Yeah, from, there's no go-home factor for him. Oh, right. He's going to stay this killing. time. Yeah. He's coming from Gold Coast, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's not a player they need. Like the small coming forward, yeah. no, another one. Exactly. And when you look at the people that actually come home to Frio or West Coast, who's the best one you think of? Who went there and actually really killed it? Uh, after the come home factor. Yeah, yeah. I it, mean, it, it's hard. Yeah, Cam McCartney, who uh, McCartney no, waited a year. I got one, and that's a highlight from the year. Bradley Hill. Yeah, Brad Hill actually did good. It was his first year at Frio, and he got their best and fairest. Now yeah. Brown. Yeah, Al Brown. Yeah, not not sure if he played for Frio. But. <laughs> They get they get very touchy around. Who he they play he for might have played in the waffle for Frio. I, don't I know. guarantee he played in the waffle, just not for Frio. You're aware right, we're doing Frio, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they're outs though. They they got rid of quite a few. Um, so Harley Ballack, uh, Nathan Crozier, um, who I think both got lifelines in the uh, uh, preseason drafts. Yeah. Uh, Zach Clark, um, which is interesting. He uh, was a, a part-time sort of drop-in, drop-out player. Yeah, but I, I've always said he, he looked like Doctor J. Yeah, from 1974 <laughs> um, so without joking he could go to a basketball game uh, or yeah. try and look at the NBL now uh, which by the way I read during the week Jesse White is actually yep. going trying out for the Melbourne United or whatever they're called he's, the NBL. Really? he's probably a fair crack why not wow um, who else we got here uh, it was an, oh, there's a bunch of others Zach Dawson has put up stumps oh, that's terrible news for everybody including for your supporters um, oh, great lad yeah he, he must be a great lad. He's got to get a media role, surely. To, to have a career that long and be that much of a um, punchline for that long. Yeah. He, no, actually, he plays for fair games at St. Kilda. Surprised he didn't get picked up at Port Adelaide, to be honest. <laughs> just because. Yeah, that's just where you send him. Dear God. Like, he, is such a, he makes Ty Vickery look competent in terms of that. I think Ty might have played more games this year than Zach Dawson, you he know? Might have done. Could have. Yeah. Well, Remember um, one of the famous quotes, if, if, it, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yes. That was uh, in terms of the Brisbane Lions. Uh, from Predator. From Predator, yes. Yeah. Another line from that was uh, Jesse Ventura saying, you know, have this, uh, uh, the chew tobacco. Right. The yeah, turn into a sexual Tyrannosaurus, just like me. I feel like Zach Dawson's more of a sexual Diplodocus. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah just, yep. he, he seems like he's not quite sure how the fuck, and he's probably going to end up dying out because he can't figure out how to breed. Um, but again, he, he was loved by Freo fans. 
I'm, yeah. I'm still not sure why. And they will swear black and blue that, oh, you know what? He saved so many games for us, you know, with his spoiling. Okay. Yeah. Have but you they... ever seen the Frio mascot? No? No, neither no. have I. So I'm assuming Zach Dawson's it. Wasn't the dick and balls on top of the stand? Is it, is it the waker? But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually news to me. I thought he was just sort of like that, you know, that sort of cousin that's a bit fucking weird. Be like, ah, he's funny at Christmas parties. You know what I mean? You've got to keep him around. Rossi Lyon loved him. That's, mm. that's all I can say. He's the bloke that put the firecracker in his asshole, and you're just... You're enjoying the moment, that, but you're just also waiting for it to blow up and him to get injured. Yeah, it's like, let's enjoy it before he dies. <laughs> um, oh, I just thought, too, the go-home factor, the best, um, Peter Bell. Yeah, Peter Bell, actually. Yeah. I'm yeah, still dirty on that. Get fucked. a good one. That's a long time going back, though. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. Ben Allen wasn't bad either, but yeah, wasn't bad, but he wasn't Peter Bell standard. I mean, they had Cracker as well. wasn't so much go-home factor as... Um, <laughs> go to prison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and... One of the best trades made in recent memory is Lockie Weller, um, over to, who also exited uh, Frio. Yeah. And they sent him to uh, Gold Coast for pick number two. Yeah. Um, and like we said on the Gold Coast one, it, it is literally really a win-win because mm, he's not much. worth pick number two to yeah. any team yep. except Gold Coast because yeah. he wants to be there. Mm. That's worth pick number two. Yeah. <laughs> and getting pick number two. Yeah. yeah. So and, and Frio then go with, uh, well, they have picks two and four. Or, I think so. or, or three and five or something like that after um, the, the, the shuffles. But two high draft picks, you, you can build a future around that. Well, yeah, and Gold Coast was after the please don't go home factor. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and they got that out of there. And it's just like interesting to see um, how the recruiting team of Freer will go, where they actually, I mean, what is their game plan? What are they looking yeah. at doing and who are they going to pick up? <clears throat> well, Every off-season, it does feel like, okay, who wants to come home? All right, we'll take you, 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 you. And that's yeah. their, uh, their off-season. When they go to the draft, they look at the waffle first. Like, yeah. If there are 10 players picked up from the waffle each year, you can guarantee nine of them are from West Coast and Frio. And it's yeah. not because they're closed-minded. It's because they know these guys are going to fuck off if we... Yeah, yeah. But I, I still think there must be something else. Because if you get the opportunity to play alongside someone like Nathan Fife. Yeah, uh, one of the best players to ever pull on boots. Uh, we can ask Shane Yaron about that. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's because they're not very good at the moment. Yeah, yeah, there is that as well. But, but when yeah, you've got absolutely. you know a, a premier midfielder, like only one, granted. Yeah. Um, but there's plenty of other talent, like Michael Walters. How good is he? Yeah, Lucky Neil. Yeah, Lucky Neil was cracking. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Young Hodor coming up. Yeah, uh, Darcy. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he'd be something special. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to him as well. It's all right. Yeah, but um, what, what I'm saying is that uh, you've got. Uh, elite level players there, so much so that any if you're a young lad coming up, even if you're from Country Vic or New South Wales, whatever, if they say, "Look, mate, you can play alongside these blokes," yeah, you should be chopping at the bit. Well, and if they're not, it's Ross Lyon's fault, or it's the bloke who's trying to sign the deals. Well, it comes down to it, like where where do you go in the draft? Because somebody that goes pick sixty does not care where they go. Yeah, they just want yeah. to go. But somebody who's yeah. a top five pick he goes, you know what? I don't mind slipping to nine. Yeah, I mean, because the worst part is like just when everyone has to go home from your your recruitment party, and you're yeah. like, "Oh shit, I got nowhere." Yeah, no. Uh, can I can I come and like help with that with the plumbing tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> no, I reckon those guys who go to you know the lower teams are actually pretty pumped because they know if they're if they're going to a Premiership ready team, they're probably not getting in the squad. But uh, if they're in one of the lower teams, they get a lot more game time, and they can bump the fuck out of their price once they get out of the rookie contract. I mean, those lower picks, they don't care. They just they're on a list. Yeah, the other ones they can pick and choose. Like the famous one was Chad Wingard who was a top three pick they suggested. Yeah. And he told them all, don't worry about it, mate. The first chance I get, I'm going home to South Australia. Yeah. No, well, he slipped to pick five or six. 
but you can make those choices when you're yeah. higher yeah, up. The jury's still out yeah. on that one. What's he fucking done? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we'll have a look at the draw for Frio for 2018. So the double-ups are West Coast, of course, uh, then Port Adelaide, and then the big three, Essendon, Collingwood, and Carlton. Um, that's good for uh, filling out the new stadium. Yeah. Um, you know, you got uh, well-supported teams over there. Yeah. Um, but Carlton usually... Is Carlton is the easiest out of all those double ups, yeah. and they usually pose a problem um, for for Frio. I think a big part of that is uh, Cruiser and it used to be Casbolt as well. Yeah. In terms of he, he normally turned it on against them. Or, but they've got Sanderlands like uh, if he plays. Yeah, well, Sanderlands yeah. is a monster, but he's his gas tank ain't great. He's not yeah. running around. The, and Cruiser, right. and I think he's the oldest on the list now. Yeah, well, it seems like between them they have a premiership team. It's just drawing different lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, she might have been uh, this year against uh, Frio where Liam Jones really said made his comeback yeah, uh, if, yeah. if I remember him back but I can't quite get there no, I feel like um, Frio have a lot of great ingredients but Sandlands is not going to be part of the next finals run no well, like I've said oldest on their list and I've got, I've got a feeling second oldest in the league now um, potentially yeah. not, not bad longevity really for a seven footer when he could have all retired four years ago Four years ago, with his bloody turf toe or whatnot. Yeah, but again, he's still that one in decent injury away from finishing, isn't he? Yeah. Well, I think Darcy's the bloke they're, they're aiming at, and and well, they should. Well, they, they've got him now because we'll, we'll go to you know who we're looking for a big year from, and they've put a lot of stock in Darcy because they've lost uh, Griffin and they've lost Clark. Mm-hmm. So there's their two other backup rucks. If Sandlands goes down, it's all in the young lad. I'm, I'm going out and say he's good for it. I think his shoulders can carry it. I think it's early. No, nah, I'm on the on board. I'm on board. I'm on Team Hodor. I mean, I don't think you put up solid on him, but I think you have to put that pressure on those young players yeah. because, because they're obviously a couple of years um, uh, overdue for that little clear out that they needed. Yeah. It was obviously a bit too optimistic, and obviously injuries had their part, but they weren't where they thought they were, yeah. and so now they're playing catch up. And so you have to get that core structure of young people that are going to stay around, and that's where you build a culture from. And you're looking at playing finals in, in my opinion, like between three and five years. Yeah, yeah and that, so you have to build it up from now. At the moment, they're discordant. Like you've got to to play finals and you know make a decent impact. You've got to have uh, the right mix of you know your elite players, your yep. journeymen who are playing above, yeah. and uh, you know youth experience, all that sort of shit. And I just feel they've got some great ingredients, but they don't have the right mixture. Yeah, their oven's fucked. That's what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a, we're, we're running out of analogies yeah. somehow. But to yeah. me, I mean, they've, this year was all about signing Fife and they signed him. Yeah. And they signed him to a massive contract, so he's not going anywhere. Um, not that I thought he was ever in doubt. But to me, it looks like they've gone, right, Fife, you're 24 or whatever he is. Let's put a line there. Anybody above Fife, you're expendable. Yeah. This is where we're going to build from. Fair enough. Because you've got to make the most of it because players like him don't come around very often. Is Fife's really only 24? It's, I know, right? Around that. Holy shit. I have to check what the actual number is. That but, is ridiculous. Um, because, you know, they're starting to weed out the other ones, you know? Yeah. They got a fucking deal with, uh, what's his name? Um, Maine. Yeah, with Maine. Yeah, they were amazing to be able to get anything for that. That's definitely a, a feather in the cap of their recruitment <laughs> uh, department, which they don't have too many feathers in their cap, let's be honest. Um, it was just mainly picking up whatever they could get with who wanted to come home. Yeah, exactly. And figure out what we're going to do with them. I mean, they've. They've made some great waffle teams. Yeah. Um, so who else is in for a big year? We said we said Darcy. He's got to sh- shoulder a lot of ruck work this year. Uh, Walters definitely like phenomenal talent. Yeah, yeah. Said last year he needed a big one. He was going to have a big one, and he he played okay. He played yeah. good. I, I think he played um, 
exceptionally well for how the team let him play. He's an All-Australian standard player, though. Absolutely. And he didn't get to that standard. Yeah. I, I think he was also trying to play outside his role a fair bit. Yeah. He, he's trying to be uh, a team leader, and he can't be. Like His position and um, the best role he can have won't let him lead the team, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, but you've got to find someone who's going to put that sort of around five. You need to fill out that sort of midfield. Like, do you put Lockie Neal? Is he the one that's going to be um, that Pendlebury sort of well, type of player? He's the accumulator, Lockie yeah. Neal, isn't he? Yeah, um, and he's still got that youth about him. So you look at those guys and you put the pressure on them to build that culture in the club. because something's not right there. Like yeah. you said, there's something wrong with that mixture. Um, I feel like he's one that you put that pressure on to see if he can handle it or not, and I think he can. And yeah, just um, lean on those guys to, to understand... You know who's going to be best fit in what position for that team, but yeah, obviously there's no quick fix for that team. So I feel like you're just waiting for someone to put their head above the parapet and say, "This is this is you know what I'm going to do for the team, and this is where we go." Yeah, quick patch check. Five is twenty six. Twenty six there, yeah, well, of yeah. ballpark. Um, but uh, the other person I think is going to have a massive year for him uh, again is Bradley Hill. Yeah. Um, you know he's just pulled out his first. Um, what do you call it? Best and fairest. And he's only 23, 24. Wow. I want him to as well. I, I think he is one of the uh, the players I like watching play. Because Frio, let's be honest, not the most entertaining football. When he's got the ball, I feel like it's worth watching. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, 23, 24, just picked up his first best and fairest. Got three flags under his belt. Yeah. Not a bad. The, the criticism at Hawthorne was he's soft, he can't tackle. But you know what? Fuck it. Give it out to him on the watch him run. Yeah, he didn't need to tackle Hawthorne. He can kick a goal. That was his job. I don't care. An F1 car can't crash into walls either. Yeah. Just yeah. know your role. He's not there to tackle. He's there to fucking motor. And in 2016 at Hawthorne, when the the rumours about him moving home, he was playing shit. Then yeah. it came out, look, the mid-season, he had a chat with Ross Lyon. I've spoken to Clarko. He recommended I go have that chat. Yeah. He felt comfortable and he played well. Yeah. This In 2017, he was home. Yeah. Back home, comfortable all year, played a blinder. Yeah. All Australian next year. Yeah. And especially since there were a lot of people sort of similar in that squad who are vying for that role. Yep, and he did it better than them. Yeah, coming from the outside too. Mm. I almost feel like uh, the worst thing that Freo could do right now is succeed. (laughs) Simply because if they they get the most out of Hill, out of Walters, out of Fife right this season, they bump up the ladder and all of a sudden they're finding it uh, harder to hold on to players because players are wanting more money. They're finding it harder to draft players because they've got higher draft well, picks. It's, it's easy enough. There's no money left. Fife has taken it all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I feel like if they if they do want their initial flag, yeah. they need to sort of just, you know, build slightly. So they want to, you know... I, I think they're going to be okay because they get the West Australians want to come home and they'll come home for less money. Yeah. Because they want to be home. And I mean... I now the mining boob's finished. Yeah, that too. Tickets to watch at any West Coast game is really expensive. So <laughs> I feel like Free aren't really footing the bill for that, that <laughs> five, you know, contract. Yeah. But also, that, that stadium, the new Perth Stadium, yep. spectacular. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have the eSport World Championships in anything there. And that's going to be <laughs> offsetting your whatever cost you got. Um, I can't wait to see, you know... Tekken 5 championships going on there. It's Tekken 7. You, you'll yeah, be walking home from it too. Tekken sucks. Um, <laughs> so, they're, I think they're the big years. Who's on the outer for them? This oh, year? Who's in trouble? I know who you lined up. Ross Lyon. Yep, he's done. Yeah. Get rid of him. He's still no got his contract. I mean, contracts are... I, I think... I, I know this is an, like low-hanging fruit, but I do think that uh, he ain't their premiership coach. Well, no. Part of me hopes not too because I, I don't like the way he coaches I know that Frio were a team starved of success and yep. he, he gave them you know their first piece of silverware albeit just the minor premiership but it was something yep. at least they had a crack 
I just, just feel like he's trying to win the 2013 Premiership. Yeah. Do you literally get something from minor premiership? Like is it a physical McClelland, trophy or something? The McClelland Trophy. Yeah, the fact you've never heard of it says exactly what yeah. it's fucking yeah, worth. Nobody it. cares. Yeah. I, I think it, I think you need to get a small amount of prize money. Yeah, that I expect, yeah. Yeah, I, I do remember uh, St Kilda when they got the... Uh, Wizard Cup. 2002 minor premiership or something. Right. Might have been around that area. Uh, put out some merch, you know, T-shirts and everything. And then they got spanked in the finals and no one gave a shit. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of the, the way it works. Like, you can win eight minor premiers in a row if you don't get the flag from it. Who cares? Yeah, it's almost like a blight on your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did. I thought Ross Lyon... I mean, um, Ballantyne um, is in trouble, but that's because he's, he's older than Fife. Yeah. Um, and there were rumours that he was trying to go to West Coast over the off-season, but he's, he's hung around for another year. Um, but you've got a feeling it's going to be his last year anyway because that small forward option... I mean, it's, yeah, yeah sport with choice there. Yeah. And, and plus, how long does it take to heal stab wounds anyway? He's, he's, I'll tell you what, I reckon he's found out, but um, <laughs> you got to do it through the heart with him. With a wooden stake. With a wooden stake, yeah. Um, but, I mean, they've got Brandon Matera now, who's yeah. going to play that role a little bit more. But, yeah. Um, even with uh, Ballantyne and Walters in the same side, I mean, you'd expect Walters to... Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. To dominate, and you, you, it's yeah. not a decision about who gets the the go um, ahead of the other. And I don't like the team with both of them in. But Ballantyne is the villain. Every team needs their villain, He's and their he, villain. he is the una, una, unapologetic cunt. Yeah, and I, and love, I, I love him. I like yeah. that too. I, I actually um, I quite like the fact that you know some players like uh, you know Chris Judd, he, he comes across as clean cut, and then doing the fucking pressure points, pressure shit. points, I don't know. Wings. and uh, you know chicken wings and whatnot. And to me, that's dishonest. Like, if you're a cunt, admit it. Yeah. And Ballantyne seems to lean right into it. He's like, yeah, well, I'm the cunt. I'll but run with it. At the same time, he'll go after the cunt on the other team. Yeah. Like, yeah. He'll yeah. just, he'll target Toby Green. He doesn't give a shit. He'll, he'll tar- <laughs> uh, target young bug. I've turned on Toby Green too. I'm like, I kind of like him now. Like, he's accepted that sort of dick role and uh, I respect that. The good little schoolboy haircut helps him. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I like it. And the fact that he's good. Yeah. I mean, you've got to respect that too. Yeah. Play. I mean, I've always liked Ballantyne because he got Matty Scarlet to snot him. Yeah, thought, yep. yeah, well done. Yeah, you, you went, you went after their bastard, and you won. But everyone he picks on is bigger than him. Well, because <laughs> everyone is bigger than him. Like I say, he's not going to go pick on Caleb Daniel. <laughs> Even he walks up and goes, "I can't, I can't do it. I, can't, I just can't." I like to think they have a beer afterwards. Yeah. Like Valentine, Daniel, no, Green, they'd, Bug. They'd have a creaming soda. <laughs> they, nobody would serve them. <laughs> they couldn't get a beer. Imagine them we'll walk in. It's like, oh, racing's on in Atlanta. <laughs> Are you on the fourth or the fifth? Yeah. All right. Um, like Josh said at the start, we no point um, saying where we reckon they're going to finish because we've all said 14th. Yeah. I think that's good for them too. I think uh, finishing around that zone is much better for them in the long term than finishing up 8th, ninth. Well, it, I think... Ross Lyon is very safe, and, and you know yeah. his massive contract, which he's got another two or three seasons on, um, is good because he's going to see the rebuild, and re- because otherwise, if they needed to play finals this year to save his job, 
I don't think he's going to do it. Tough. No, I heard there's a a decent coach, a a brilliant coach actually, that wants to get into Frio, um, being Brett Hetty, and I heard that from Brett Hetty. Right. (laughs) Did he mention it? Did he? Uh, Well, he's mentioned every other fucking thing he can do. So I'm just by weight of numbers, I'm assuming that he's put his hand up. Fair enough. Maybe maybe Dean Solomon gets to get back at Frio. (laughs) Yeah. Go back as an enforcer. They have good surf. Might be the only, only coach gets suspended. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, if there were coaches that got suspended I, no I'm sure Mal Brown's done it <laughs> I'm, I'm certain he has yeah um, alright so we've all got them treading water on 14th um, yep. so that'll do it for Frio yep, so yeah. enjoy 2018 but look forward to more 2020 yep so yeah succeed at your own peril apparently <laughs> well, like Josh said watch the cricket mistake yeah exactly <laughs> bye Peace. bye